0: Blessed love everybody and welcome to this week's segment of Embracing the Nasty. My name is Nanika and I am so honoured that you have taken the time to join me. I hope that this episode will inspire and encourage you to embrace your nasty in a loving and life-affirming way as you choose to navigate life in service of your highest self. So let's get straight into this. As you can see from the title this week, our hot topic is communication. Whether it's written, verbal or non-verbal, passive, aggressive or assertive, communication is everything. Now, regardless of whether we think we are the best communicators in the world or we struggle to get our points across, The success and quality of our relationships are primarily determined by how and what we communicate. Now, I have personally experienced in both the negative and the positive aspects of communication. On many occasions, I have been pulled from the brink of despair by a well-meaning text, a timely phone call, or even the tender look of love and a genuine hug, man. I have also dispelled potentially damaging situations by choosing to remain silent or even just picking my words carefully, as I'm sure maybe some of you have done too. Listen, we all know what lousy communication feels like, but are we willing to own and embrace our nasty and acknowledge that sometimes we are the ones communicating poorly and creating a negative experience for others and actually let's just even bring this closer to home can we own the fact that sometimes it is nothing more than our own internal negative communication manifesting and causing us untold amounts of misery and sometimes leading us to behave out of character and unreasonable. Now I know this has been true for me because I must confess right here and now that communication has been a real actual problem for me. You see, I have been the one who never quite manages to respond to a message or a call on time. I actually remember my friend telling me if there was one person in the world that she needed to call to save her life, it would never be me. As I never seem to answer my phone or call back on time. And I can even go as far as saying, even at times when I thought I have responded, actually I've only responded in my head. (laughs) Oh dear. I have been the one who has gone days and weeks without picking up the phones to my loved one. Assuming that they know me and somehow will just understand what is going on. I've also been the one who, instead of communicating that I'm going through a low episode, withdraws from the people. So absorbed with what I'm dealing with that I give no space to consider how my sudden lack of contact and communication can and does lead people to come up with their own assumptions, interpretations and conclusions. Now, don't get me wrong, at the time, I really didn't see a problem with what I was doing. And if anybody actually called me out on it, I had genuine reasons, or at least so I thought, for my behaviour. But just like Tony Robbins says, to effectively communicate, we must realise that we are all different in the way we perceive the world. And we must use this understanding as a guide to how we communicate with others. So for me, the nasty I needed to own is sometimes what I think I am communicating, I am not. I am just assuming. People understand me without checking. When I choose to communicate poorly, I infer whether consciously or subconsciously that I have a lack of respect and care for the person. It can even suggest that that person doesn't even matter to me and that I will do whatever I want to do regardless of the impact I may or may not be having on their lives. And you know what? It isn't even just about the situation at the time. Bad communication can also inadvertently trigger all kinds of feelings and unhealed trauma, which can lead to confusion, emotional distress and anger. I needed to own the fact that there were consequences to my my behavior and my poor communication even though my um, behaviour, lack of communication or whatever may not have been intentional. But the the fact that I was choosing to act irresponsibly or insensitively with my communication meant that I was also risking unintentionally disconnecting from the very people that I genuinely love and like. And, you know, it can never be taken for granted that the person that I've done it to would forgive me or even want to journey with me any longer especially when that behavior is repeated but you know what the beautiful thing is that I can live a better story in the words of my good friend else as I have owned my nasty I have been blessed with a newfound overstanding and a deep connection to just how serious an issue it has been And I have committed to do better. And fortunately for me, I have the most amazing people in my life who have chosen to forgive me and continue to journey with me. And for that, I am so, so grateful for they have taught me some wonderful love lessons. So thank you guys. Now, confession time is over. Here's something you may find interesting we all know about the different communication styles as I mentioned such as passive aggressive and assertive and the various mediums such as verbal written and body language but are you aware that there are other influences on our communication did you know that we may all have a communication preference do you know that you may have a communication preference linked to your personality type well, The following information I am about to share with you, I have taken from a book um, based on the Enneagram and online. I will post the link to both of these resources in the description. Now, in regards to the Enneagram, the basic premise is that people generally fit into one of nine personality types and and those types influence aspects of our life. Now, as you can imagine, it's a bit too much to go into all of the details here, but what I will share with you is a brief overview, particularly about the communication preferences. So here goes. So if you come under number one, which they call the reformer, it means that you you tend to be quite rational, maybe idealistic, principled and purposeful. And some will kind of experience you as being quite self-controlled and maybe even a perfectionist. In terms of communication, you really do value clarity, directness and fairness. And you will be the one that will kind of try and listen to all the voices. You know, you wanna hear what everybody's got to say. And your friends and your, the people you communicate with will find this invaluable. However, what you may need to bear in mind is that because your opinions can be so strong, you may shut down people inadvertently. So you just may need to pay attention to, you know, am I dominating the conversation? Is everybody having a say? Am I shutting down people? That might be what you need to do. If you are a number two, which they call the helper, you generally come across as the caring, quite interpersonal type. You're very demonstrative and you're you're just generous people might experience you as people pleasing and at times maybe even possessive now you're kind of at ease just using warm inclusive language um you 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 give real positive reinforcements when 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 you're communicating and you know you're really helpful however, the thing that you may need to bear in but bear in mind is that Sometimes that might come across as quite manipulative and needy. Uh, particularly if what you're suggesting or your help is being rejected. But what I would say to you is just remember that rejection of advice or your services isn't rejection of you. So just, you know, do just bear that in mind. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And if you're number three, which they call the achiever, you are really quite success orientated, pragmatic, and um, really quite, you know, you excel in what you do. And some people might experience you being quite image driven or image conscious, I should say. Now, your, your communication preference is, you know, you like things to be clear and you're really solutions orientated. You're the friend that when you're listening to what's being said in your mind, it's like, what's going on? What do we need to do? How can we solve this? Mm-hmm. And you tend to be quite pragmatic. But you value achievement and getting things done. And so you may need to consider that sometimes you may come across as quite impatient and sharp. And you may even not even bother to listen to what's being said if you think it's not going to be successful or your success is going to be compromised. So that's something that you may need to consider. Um, Okay, if you're a number four, if you are what they call the individualist, so you're the sensitive withdrawn type, you can be quite expressive with your communication and even dramatic. But some people might experience you as being quite self-absorbed and um, even temperamental. Now, in your communication um, style and preference, you are kind of uh, appreciated of being quite thoughtful. You're really reflective and quite attuned to other people. And you have a gift, right, of helping people to um, appreciate that there are emotional nuances taking place. So not just to hear the words that are being said, but really look to kind of the emotional connections to those words. You're really good at, at, at identifying and helping people to identify that. However, the thing that you might need to be mindful of is that you written and sometimes your spoken communication can be quite long-winded and may sometimes leave people wondering what the heck you're talking about. So, um, you know, that's something that you might um, come across. So if you find people looking at you quite puzzled and thinking, what, what are you saying? Yeah, <laughs> that's something you might need to consider. If you're number five, the, you're called the investigator and you're quite intense, you're in your head you're quite perceptive and innovative but some people might kind of experience you as secretive and isolated maybe. Now you are gifted at seeing the big picture because you're curious, you love to learn and you're constantly reflecting on things and do bear in mind that that does take a lot of energy but you may just need to acknowledge that you might just come across as quite remote and emotionally unavailable. So that's something for you to consider. If you are a number six, what they call the loyalist, you tend to be the committed type. You're really quite security orientated. You're engaging and you're responsible, but you also can come across as quite anxious and suspicious even. Now, your communication preference seems to be quite, um, you know, you prefer to be um, quite caring in the way that you can communicate and compassionate and you're really engaging. And you are excellent at kind of considering and ass- assessing um, the options that are available and you do communicate thoughtfully. However, do be mindful that sometimes because you are so responsible and you feel the weight of the responsibility on your shoulders, you can get quite anxious about that and begin to doubt yourself. And that doubt can, you know, makes it really hard to then start inspiring confidence in others. So as you're second guessing yourself, the people you're communicating with may seem to then start to second guess what you're saying. So just believe in yourself, trust yourself um, know that what you're saying you know is true for you. and uh, remember you're not on your own. The weight of the world does not rest on your shoulders. Okay, if you're number seven known as the enthusiast, you are the busy guy. You're the one that's kind of spontaneous and you know fun loving and, and energizing, you know. Um, But some people might just, you know, experience you as being quite distracting and scattered. Now, you communicate in such an energetic manner. You're optimistic. And like I said, you're really enthusiastic. And you are open to all possibilities. So you are the one that kind of can inspire vision and get everyone believing that everything is possible. However, the thing that you might need to kind of own and focus on is the fact that you may um just struggle a little bit with the follow-through and the detail and for people that are more kind of structured and that can be quite frustrating um and you know your way may just overwhelm them so that is something that you might need to consider if you are an eight you're known as a challenger and so you're quite powerful um even kind of dominating really self-confident and decisive um and some people might just experience that as being confrontational or willful even now even though your communication tends to be honest direct and assertive um and you are generous amongst your friends and loyal to them um that directness sometimes can come across as quite demanding and intimidating and instead of kind of causing people to come forward it means that they will they may often retreat and just play it safe with you because they don't want to have that confrontation with you okay and so moving on to uh, number nine last but not least um you are what they call the peacemaker so you tend to be kind of Um, easygoing, you're really quite receptive and reassuring and um, you know you're quite agreeable actually you might also come across as quite complacent. Now your communication style seems to be quite calming and inclusive um, because your natural tendency is to avoid conflict so you will choose your words whether they're written or spoken really carefully um, because you don't want to offend anyone. However, the thing that you might just need to acknowledge and, um, accept is it may just be difficult for people to know where you stand. It might just come across like you're just sitting on the fence and you don't really have an opinion at all. Um... And so your challenge is going to be really to find your voice and search yourself. What do you really think about the situation or what's going on instead of um, kind of trying to balance what everybody else is thinking or what everybody else's opinions are. So that's something that you may need to look at. Okay, so I know this is just a snippet and uh, I do hope that you found this information of some use. Um now after listening to all of that you may feel like your preference crosses multiple areas and that is completely fine because no one is one thing all the time however as you continue to reflect on it and maybe do some further study you may find that there is just one dominant preference once you find that go with it and then do whatever's necessary so now let's just take some time to think about this if you can Just stop for a moment, take a deep breath and consider what world are you creating with your communication preference, style or lack of communication. If your words or choice of communication is in effect creation, what will your creations express about you? Remember What you seek to convey reveals what you believe to be true of yourself. And remember, life will give you back what you communicate. You are what you think and what you believe you speak and create. Therefore, be deliberate. Communicate who you are and what you want through every choice you make consciously and subconsciously. Embracing the nasty means in this case, acknowledging both the strengths and the weaknesses of our communication styles. Own the areas that we want to prove improve, and then we commit to doing the work we can for the change. And I'll just take this moment here to share my communication commitment. I am committed to doing the work necessary to do and be better. I recognise that communication is creation and that I, in effect, create the world I want to live in by what and how I communicate. I am committed to creating a world that represents the love, respect and honour I have for myself and those that I love and encounter every day of my life. Now, if any of this resonates with you, How about you make a commitment to yourself today? Place a hand on your heart. Communicate out loud and create the world you want to see. And if you like, why not share your commitment with me? I would really love to hear them. So you can email me at embracingthenasty at gmail.com or you can find me on Insta at embracingthenasty. And you can also leave me a voice message. Um, See the link below this segment. So that's it for now, guys. Until next time. Take care.